Welcome, Padawans, to another episode of the Lunch Table Podcast, brought to you by Anchor, where we talk about lore and mythology from your favorite shows and movies. On today's episode, we're taking a break from our usual review videos to give you guys our own ideas about your favorite franchise from a galaxy far, far away. Inspired by Marvel's What If, we'll be pondering our own questions about the Star Wars universe and giving you guys our theories. My name is Dylan. Co-hosting this discussion is my co-pilot and amazing co-host, Akram. How you doing, bro? You ready to talk some Star Wars lore today? Absolutely, man. Uh, I'm really excited. This is really different for us. So I'm really excited to get into the tea. How you doing, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing amazing, my friend. Yeah, I can't wait. Uh, this is, you know, it's so there's not a lot of Star Wars content out nowadays. So I feel like, you know, if it's not like Mandalorian or something. Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously, I, I saw the Visions trailer. You, you've been sleeping on it, obviously. But <laughs> I watched it today. I'm still catching up on a bad match. I'm doing so bad by you. Yeah, I know. But I... Wow. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, guys. Wait until you hear his his uh, what-if scenarios. It's awesome. <laughs> like, Kathleen better call him up soon. And uh, right. John. Um, no, but yeah, I, I mean, definitely. I would love to see a what-if series on Star Wars. If, you know, there's so many scenarios, you know. Um Hire me, Kevin. <laughs> Dave, John, you got my number. <laughs> I emailed you seven times already. That John went straight to spam. Right? <laughs> they just cleared all history of spam. <laughs> Permanently delete. Not even like on the main email. It's like the, the company email or some shit. Yeah, basically. It's like the shit that nobody checks. Except like, I don't know. <laughs> it's crazy because I've been writing like a, like a Force Unleashed like fan fiction too. Awesome, really? Yeah, like, because I've always wanted, like, a third installment of that game. Obviously, mm. it's not canon now because of, you know, Disney's uh, canon now. But, uh, but yeah, because I've always, like, pondered the question, like, what would happen in, in a third installment of that series? So, one day, if I if I get publishing, <laughs> if I get a good agent, uh, <laughs> you guys will be hearing my advertisements more in the... <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, he's giving you a teaser, so... <laughs> If he slept on this, he's not going to take you with him. So right. <laughs> I'll probably on Audible or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get one of that, that same guy that does the Audible narration. Right. Or he's like in everything. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so we're giving you guys three what if scenarios each. Um, I guess I'll start first. Uh, what if Luke went to Alderaan, and Leia went to Tatooine. I feel like a lot of people have thought about this over the years. It's definitely one I've definitely, like, pondered the question, <laughs> definitely. Um, so my scenario would be, so obviously, like, Revenge of the Sith happens, right? And we're at the moment of, you know, Padme's death scene. Um, so they're trying to decide what happens with the, the children. So the, I guess the branch moment would be like, Bale decides to take a boy in, and then Obi Wan I guess decides that Leia would probably be be safer under his guidance. So I feel like this could be a lot like a lost star situation, where you have two similar people, and they start off on the same road, right? And they kind of just like branch off in different directions. So let's start with Leia. So Leia, I feel like she would obviously 
have a harder life on Tatooine, right? Um, she wouldn't grow up a life of privilege. Um, she would definitely have to work harder. She'd be living with Aunt Beru and uh, Uncle Owen. Um, I feel like she would live like a similar lifestyle to like Ray. Like she'd kind of be like a junker or like a like a merchant or like a street rat kind of situation. Um, but I feel like she, in her heart, she would still like have her like humanity, you know, because even though she grew up a life of privilege, she did her best to like help other planets with her influence and stuff. So I feel like with her under Obi-Wan's tutelage and her force abilities that she would discover, uh, I feel like she could help a lot of more people out. That's a great, that honestly, that's like one of my favorites uh, that you have that like that, that's a great one because uh, we were discussing before this too, uh, how would Luke's life be as well, right? Um, and honestly, I think it like, I think it builds character when you go through tough times such as Luke did and Luke's such a different character as we know um, than Leia. And Leia actually fundamentally, I think she's stronger as a woman. She, she's, she's just such a great, female character that she's strong she she has everything uh going on with her you know and she has the resources to and and the title to back it up as well so she's a force to be reckoned with but like if you strip her down um you know how would that be it's the same question like how would Padme be if she if she wasn't growing up like you know how she did so i think that's interesting i also think that could have to do with like culture too because star wars sometimes Star Wars is tricky because you feel like everyone is kind of very American, right? But like, why does Bale pick Luke? Does it is it just because a son, like he wants the son to carry the name and stuff like that? You know, because Leia in that culture, would she have to get married or something? You know, we don't know because at the time she was, you know, kind of young. Um, and Force, I would say Force Unleashed, uh, and A New Hope, or That's maybe the- like Bale has sons and maybe his wife just wanted a girl, so maybe. Yeah. In- scenario it's the reversal maybe they have all girls and they just want a boy yeah um, yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's so, such a great one yeah it's it it talks a lot about nature versus nurture right like mm-hmm. are we are is the village that raises us the biggest influences in our life so in this scenario i feel like luke is going to be a lot different right because he doesn't he doesn't grow up poverty stricken right He's obviously, and like Bale isn't even like, he's not just like some average politician, right? He's like well known in the Galactic Senate. So I feel like he has a lot of like wealth and influence. So I feel like Luke would kind of be like, like this like bachelor, or like playboy kind of like dude, you know, <laughs> kind of like Anakin, like, you know, like Anakin, like always like cuddle up to the the politicians sometimes so he would definitely have like anakin's like swagger in that regard um i feel like he wouldn't be as humble because you know not only is he not growing up poor but he doesn't have obi-wan to humble his emotions right so he's gonna give in a lot more to his impulses kind of like anakin right right yeah in this scenario i feel like he would he would still want to be like a pilot, right? But yeah. because he has the resources too, right? Because he's rich, uh, he would uh, probably join the Imperial Academy and maybe become like their best pilot. And then he gets, he ranks up pretty quick, right? Because he still is, you know, he's still got the skills, right? He just, he has more resources now to get there faster. So I feel like he would, I feel like he would be too sympathetic towards the Empire. 
because he lives in that privileged lifestyle and he wants to keep that, you know, he kind of wants to keep his status. So I feel like he would end up somehow like selling out bail and then maybe like joining the empire like fully. And then he gets under like Vader's spotlight. Right. And then who knows, maybe he ends up having to fight Leia. See, this is too good. <laughs> this is too good. Cause I just like from, from a writing aspect, I, I like, I just keep picturing the dialogue. Right. And, and it's star Wars is very political, but it's very mythological as well. Right. So I could just pick up like certain themes and stuff, especially like with the hardships that Leia would have to go through and, and the easiness of, of life that Luke has. Um, and it just shows you the type of characters they are they're two different people really they're twins but they really are different uh luke's more whiny and stuff like that um but he grows into himself you know (laughs) yeah like again leia leia's a strong woman and and you know in a way tatooine i would say is better for her right if this situation does happen um like um just to develop her character more you know what i mean and i could see it definitely work like that like this definitely matches so well it's it's very smooth um, it's it's also sad to like see Luke go through like this type of change as well. Um, but like Leia, imagine just like imagine the future of that too. Like where would Leia go? Like will she be that Jedi, um, the last Jedi to basically bring you know Padawans back into fruition and stuff? It's just and then even a sequel trilogy. Like how would that shape? You know, like w- what if she does meet uh, Ray somehow? I don't know. Like in mm-hmm. some different fashion or whatever. Um, I don't know. That's like, like Ray, probably like Ray ends up kind of being, uh, I guess kind of like Anakin and Obi-Wan in a way. It's like weird. I don't know. Or like, uh, probably Qui-Gon if, if Qui-Gon, you know, hadn't bit the dust or something. It's like right. <laughs> really interesting. Really, really interesting. I really like that. That's I could one. see like Leia being like this, like cool, like underground, like Tatooine vigilante. Like she doesn't fully accept the burden of being a Jedi, but she still uses the force, you know, to help mm-hmm. people. Kind of like Ahsoka, like when she like went Loki underground. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just speaks like I I think about this stuff like all the time, like like these scenarios, like because like like you said, they are two diff- different people, right? Like twins, twins usually like in mythology, uh, are like Yin and Yang, right? Yeah. You don't you don't just put like two similar characters together unless they both have like, uh, very contrasting personalities. So. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting to think of. And like, uh, would she meet Han faster because you know he is still, you know, running the gangs or running with the gangs, and not <laughs> running uh, on Tatooine. So like, maybe like she gets involved with him sooner, or like they meet as like teens or something. So you kind of have like a cool like teen romance thing going on. Oh, there you go. You got this. So you're setting up. You're also setting up like maybe like maybe novels and shit like that. Because you're like these these getting into more like teenager superhero characters. That's that's Luke, crazy. Lucas books. Hire me. Yeah, <laughs> like, that's that's really good. I mean, and I'm just picturing her meeting uh, Darth Vader at one point or something. Right? Oh that's, shit! Um, yeah, that's another thing. Like if she finds out like who her real father is, like I feel like Luke, like he would just accept it, right? Because mm. remember, Obi Wan lied to him. He said mm. that. Darth Vader killed your father, right? Mm. But coming from Darth Vader himself, you know, Luke would be, would believe it more, right? Because he's always kind of like felt that he's been better than others in this scenario. So I feel like he would accept it a lot more and then possibly maybe even like try to maybe kill his father and become the Emperor's like new apprentice or something. Yeah, no. And I was just thinking of Leia, how like 
I feel like Leia probably will handle it better in a way. Uh, she's just that type of person. I feel she's like more mature, if, definitely. Yeah, like what if she was told like early on too? Like what if? And then also it's it gets into so many like thematic stuff, and and I'm just thinking about like psychology of of growing up in that in that stance and, and and trying to move on in the world and trying to do better when when there's so much shit going around you too. And it definitely relates to our current times. I think I would argue that that relates more. Uh, to our current times than the story with Luke. Because um, the story of Luke, again, is inspired by like the formula of how uh, the hero is, is supposed to go about his journey. But like if it's like a different thing, it's very relatable. It's almost like gritty realism, which is really weird mm. um, in filmology. So I don't know. I like your idea. I feel like uh, it's wasted opportunity if you don't do anything with it. <laughs> it's right. like it's so good. <laughs> I really like this idea. <laughs> so... Um, the first twelve volumes will be out next October. This is this has just been one giant promotion. <laughs> I, well, hopefully you're not like Tolkien and you'll take too long. Bro, <laughs> oh God, no, I could never. <laughs> like even this could yeah. seem like a Game of Thrones scenario in a way. It's like you know, it's just uh, with Alderaan, you get to see. I feel like you would see more about Alderaan just because Luke is living the lavish lifestyle and he doesn't really care. Mm. Maybe, but again, it depends. Like we were talking about uh, Chris Pat Pratt character in um, the Chitala episode, episode two of What If and. Like, you know, what is he still the same man that he was like does in his soul? Is his soul still the same? Like, will Luke still be good? You know, and that's where it goes back to the nature versus nurture thing. It's Uh like, it's like, yeah, like, even though your your environment has changed, are you still (laughs) I feel like uh, Kanye West, like when Kobe Kobe was like, are you still the same man, but the different beast? (laughs) (laughs) What does that even mean, Kobe? Uh, But yeah, I mean, like, does your environment, is that affect the majority of your character? Or have you always been like that, you know? That's just like, you know, it's very philosophical, but it's an interesting concept to think about. That's really good. That that is really good. I feel embarrassed to say mine. (laughs) That's good. Well, go ahead. Mine is... (laughs) <laughs> Mine is more simplified than Dylan because Dylan's been pondering the question for like some time, probably when he's sleeping. <laughs> I'm the watcher, but, uh, dude. I'm yeah, the I know. This <laughs> is Star Wars. I know. No, mine was basically. I thought more about uh, the strength and training and how will that develop character. So, like, my first one is Obi Wan train Luke from the start um, with Yoda on Tatooine. Will it be Tatooine? I don't know. Maybe he'll. They'll actually like. What if Obi Wan trained Luke from a young age? Yeah, and Yoda. It's like uh, with the training of like Yoda discovering his other force abilities through talking to, you know, the dead through the force and stuff like that uh, passed down to Luke. That'll be amazing. And also, though, I feel like it's a big burden for Luke because he's like sat. He's he's, you know, he's supposed to just live the rest of his life. Right. And, And be ignorant to the fact that he's Anakin's son. Right. But things don't go that way. And so now we have our franchise, right? But like, what if he was just trained from the start and he missed out on opportunities of having friends, of of having this normal life? And you would think, okay, that's great. If Luke was only trained from the start, we'll miss so many problems. But in a way that destroys him because he's going through so much hardship of learning. He doesn't have the luxury of having a normal life or having a normal childhood. So in a way, he's kind of training like... um. I guess like Buddhist monk, like like when they're going through that flexibility, like trying, you know, from such a young age and you see them tearing up and stuff like that. It's just so much training involved. And how would that change him? Will that will his soul still be there? Will he kind of 
like I could have kind of imagined like this is like really off topic. It's like really weird, but like Huntress from like Birds of Prey, like she's been training since she's young and like all of a sudden now she's just mm-hmm. really awkward around people. Or will she actually or will he actually feel the need to say, well, fuck it, you know, everyone's like. I'm so awkward. I don't really fit well with this type of lifestyle. Um, I kind of want to do a power grab or something like that. Like, will he go astray? Well, that actually like maybe everything's meant to happen this way where like he's ignorant and then he just gets this truth hit on him. Because if he learned from the start, maybe actually he would end up being this type of bad character. Maybe he would. Uh, a lot like Avatar, the last airbender. Like, is it like really? Aang, like Ang, because he's so young, he's burdened with the 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 burden of being the avatar right and he was he was you know it's so funny what you said about the buddhist monks because he was chained he was trained by the air monks in the air temple uh from a young age he was kind of like taught to be separate from um from society because he had a higher purpose in life so he had to like kind of disconnect from society um because he he fulfilled a, a a grander destiny, right? So I can see like kind of Luke, like Luke in this scenario. My question is: Does Obi Wan and Oyota still hide the fact that Anakin was his father from him? No, they lay it all on him. They just lay oh, it all. So on they him. just they just like be totally upfront with him. Yeah, and I was thinking like you could also twist this, and you could also say, well, what if Obi Wan and Yoda's thought process is twisted through this great event that's disastrous and so what if he was trained from the start to kill palpatine and to kill darth vader or something like that like he they went completely against what they're all about really and just tried to be tranquil and you know times change they they have to evolve with the fact and and so that luke is the one and then they're getting older too i mean yoda could still handle himself because uh, in the comics he kind of has that agility um obi-wan he he grows old later on but it's like he's that warrior you know he's 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 just that one warrior and it's kind of like a badass tale i would guess like but again i think his mindset would be twisted because he learned so much about the force but he didn't know how to live like he's awkward around like people like let's say in tatooine like gangs and stuff like that he doesn't know like certain things how to behave so what if he he's so ignorant to the fact right and and he has so much power that like some things actually he just does it wrong and maybe he kills somebody or something just because his twisted mindset is about you know and and then again that's that's also the same thing that happened with the force unleashed two i believe like that or what is it was it one like that uh multiple ending thing where like luke uh, ends up being bad or something i forgot but it's like it's always interesting to see luke on the evil side or anti-hero side and um i don't know what is the force right what it, i mean he learned through the movies now in a sequel trilogy he learns more but like for him at that age, too, what is the force? He's still trying to discover himself, but he's not given the tools to discover himself. He, he's, he's not like talking to people, right? He just has this one mission in mind. So I think that his character was really developed because he did have these hardships that he went through just being poor on a on a moisture farm or, or something like that, right? So it's, it's definitely a, a different duality uh, with the character. I, I think uh, it would be, it's not as good as your shit, but like, I feel like, no, it's it's really interesting to think about that because you know I feel like Yoda and Obi Wan would be such a perfect like <laughs> I don't want to say power couple but like they would be like a perfect like duo for like 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 as from a teaching perspective right because like you said Obi Wan is the warrior right so he's more physical prowess right he teaches like that martial aspect right he's always been like the fencer or the duelist Yoda's kind of been like you know 
the the wise like force master right so luke gets like different perspectives rather than one side right um it's like a bit of both like kind of like qui-gon in a way it's like balanced <laughs> as all things should be <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah i could definitely see like because you know the jedi from the order are trained from birth anyway so obi-wan and yoda definitely have experience with that so they would know how to handle it um but that's why i asked about anakin because uh that would change a lot if they hid the fact that he was uh anakin's son from him that would change his whole mindset on like his uh his mandate right because then he's like fuck it like this is not what i want i don't want to be like my father right um, but if they're upfront about it, I could see like him be like a a little more accepting. Um, I think it would be harder for him to accept that he would have to kill his father eventually. Um, but well, I feel like they would have to tell him. Yeah, that definitely would have right. to tell him because, of because they would definitely like Yoda and Obi Wan would obviously have to learn from their mistakes. Obviously, because obviously, uh, in part, a lot of the Empire's success was the Jedi's hubris, which Luke says in Last Jedi. So they would have to also be teaching themselves as well, right? It's a, oh, it's a yeah. learning experience for everybody. But yeah, that's an interesting concept to think about. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> something. <laughs> I feel like something we're teaching like a whole philosophy course, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Make sure y'all register for fall classes. Pay it in when it's ready. Um, how about you? How about you? Let's hear another bomb drop from you. <laughs> I'm going to put myself on mute just so you guys can enjoy okay um damn i love a lot of good ones here so um all right well here's one for all you bad batch watchers recently don't don't include akram because he's halfway Whatever. <laughs> fake, fake fan um what if the empire never decommissioned the kaminoan clone trooper project mm. so yeah a lot of you like bad batch has touched on this a lot and that's why I love this show because uh, it it shows us that transition period between the Republic and the Empire, right? So, in this scenario, uh, well, let's just let's start from Bad Batch, I guess. So the choice starts when Tarkin decides to disapprove the TK project, right, which is the the seeds of the Stormtrooper Corp, and he decides that you know, um, what's that that governor's name? The Kaminoan Prime Minister, whatever. Lamasu. Lamasu or something. <laughs> so let's just say like Tarkin decides to to approve um uh, a renewed contract with the Kaminoans, right? So we got like another maybe like another four or five years of like the, the clone troopers, right? Their service. Because they've proven themselves in the clone wars, right? They're they're capable warriors. They've got the job done time and time again. So with this, I feel like the rebellion is gonna have a harder time trying to win campaigns against the empire, um, because remember, at this stage, they're still just local militias, right? They're not unified. Um, kind of like if you want to think about like what's happening, in, like Afghanistan or like you know the Middle East, like different tribes like warring against each other right now. Because remember, the the rebellion, like uh, if you think about like Saw Gerrera. Um, fighting with Mon Mothma, like they're not unified at all, right? They're they're fighting each other as much as they are the Empire. So, with the clone troopers, right? They're going to be way more advanced than they were. In, like, if you think about how badass they were in the Clone Wars, 
just think how much resources they're going to get from the empire, right? Because when you have a better uh, a military, um, you know, you get better resources, better weapons, uh, more focus on training. Um, so I feel like they would try to expand their cloning facilities to different worlds so that they could have a farther reach, like on the outer worlds or the mid rim or whatever. I feel like they would try to allocate resources. So this is another thing, a key point in my scenario. So the Death Star would definitely be halted production, right? Because they're allocating resources away from that to try and train this militia to keep order in the galaxy until, you know, Death Star's uh, finished production, right? So it's going to take longer for the Death Star to, you know, get built. Um, but all the while, planets are getting occupied left and right because the clones are just like so much more efficient, right? Because they're better, they have better tactics and they've been taking out all these like local militias. I feel like I'm doing like a whole like expanding universe right now. Yeah, that's but um, good though. No, it's really thought out. Very thorough. So, yeah. So as a reaction to that, the rebels are going to also allocate their efforts away from the Death Star towards uh, these training centers. So if anyone saw the last episode of Bad Batch, you'll know what I'm talking about, right? Um, so yeah, they're going to try and target these like training centers and these cloning facilities because that's going to be the heart of the Empire's uh, might, right? Other than like, you know, the Imperial shipyards. So they're going to try and like combat, you know, these troopers from where they maybe like try and like get a hold of like the clone templates too and maybe like use that as a weapon too like maybe clone their own soldiers who knows it's just an uh, interesting thing to think about absolutely yeah i'm just there's see that that's funny because again star wars is all about politics so like i'm thinking now and and they do touch on the thing about allocating resources um and one of the darth vader comics with tarkin and they even had mentioned maz mckelston's uh character as well um it's a big it, i mean it's a big project that they're that they have on their shoulders uh to lift and it's like i don't know because you know it's really weird too because in the in the canon for their comics they do make reference of the clones and stuff like that and like i'm not sure i think you know what it is um so you, you said a good point so it kind of it kind of <laughs> makes me uh, no because <laughs> what, what it is honestly too it's uh it's more efficient if you could just have a never-ending army, right? And they die, you just make more, and that's that, you know? Because um, obviously, they they would have won, you know, fair and square not, if Palpatine didn't intervene or, like, started this from the beginning. They, they probably would have won the war against the Separatists. Um, but there's a psychological side, too, of it, too. Just to have people uh, enlist, right? It's kind of like... Some families are proud that they're working for the Empire. There's the pay, right? It's kind of like the military today. It's like a, it's a psychological effect. It's kind of like it's manipulating you. It's kind of like Nazis, too. It's like manipulating you to feel like, oh, we're doing something for the greater good. Because Palpatine's spewing all this bullshit, right? We know it's it's bullshit. But other people in that galaxy, they're thinking, well, yeah, he's they're right. The Kool -Aid, I mean, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's almost like the same thing with occupation or like North Korea, where it's like uh, they know how they're living, but 
the longer you stay like that, they become ignorant to the fact and they're like, we are pretty safe. I mean, nobody wants to fuck with North Korea anyway. You know, they have the power. You know what I mean? Nobody really wants to start something because you, you you don't know what's up their sleeve. And the same thing with uh, secret projects with, with uh, Palpatine. He has so many. So it's like, but if you just stay with the clones, I wonder now, I'm wondering if Palpatine really had a change of heart and get rid of crime. It's kind of like, I don't want to spoil Invincible, actually. And I know it's kind of left field. I keep bringing up these left field. Examples, but it's comics of any threat, right? And it's like the world is at, the whole galaxy is at peace, basically, after 500 years. So I'm like thinking... Could that happen too? Is is would Palpatine actually be right? You know, it's kind of like how, like you mentioned, you made mention of of the Taliban. It's like in the Taliban, they're thinking, you know, they have to follow Sharia law, and they have to basically uh, do what they have to do to be good examples for God, right? And they think that they're doing good, right? So in their mindset, they think so. But at the end of the day, will there be more peace? Will there be more strife? It depends on who's leading it. So I, I don't know. That's a really good one. That that actually. Believe it or not, that concept actually really goes into uh, the side of psychological warfare as well. So I like this. You're like a Francis Ford Coppola or something. <laughs> You're good. Yeah, thank you, thank you. It plays a lot of like military themes, like like yeah, like like you said, like psychological warfare, uh, military like expansion, efficiency, like the art of war. You know. Um, which Akram is reading right now. <laughs> I am, yeah, so that's why I'm like thinking about it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but it also, on the flip side, it also makes you wonder, like, how much independence are they giving the clones, right? Because oh, the yeah. Empire, at the end of the day, wants everyone to be just mindless uh, pawns in their on their board. So I doubt the Republic, I mean, they wouldn't have as much freedom as they would in the Republic. Uh, probably they would probably mass produce inhibitor chips, right? Um, because they want, they don't just want efficient clones. They want loyal clones, um, which is uh, a bug in the uh, Bad Batch unit. Um, I don't like. I, I have a lot of problems that Tarkin brought up, like cost efficiency. I don't think they would have, because you know the Clone Wars are done, right? You're not fighting armies now. You're just fighting local militia. The only real problem you have is like the Jedi that escaped Order sixty six, right? Um, but that you could have like specially trained clone units. Um, that's that brings up another thing, like how many Jedi would have survived Order sixty six if well this Jedi Fallen Order too with the Purge troopers right. as well. Yeah, you would just right. have some clones. I think they are right. clones. I forgot, but yeah, yeah the uh, the uh, Purge troopers. I think because uh, they had they, they have the airborne trooper mm. armor, but they are mm. still like in the comics. Darth Vader comics touch on this too. They are still uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the last the last batch of uh, the Django clones. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it makes you wonder like how many Jedi would have like made it out of that situation um, had they built upon their military like troop training. Um, but yeah, just uh, another thing I think about the bathtubs. <laughs> yeah, you're just like uh, Brando or what's his name? Uh, Marlon Brando is like right. Yeah. Like, no, right, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Um, that, that's um, really good. But yeah, how about you? What's your next uh, what Oof. if? 
I feel like I'm bombing because I can't uh, <laughs> I can't compete. He's like, how do I follow that? Like, I got like these simple Reddit thread uh, <laughs> theories, basically. Right. Well, I'm not going to say this one, but I'm going to make reference of this. Like a lot of people are thinking like, what if Qui-Gon survives, but Obi-Wan didn't or something like that. Like a lot of people are thinking. That like, was actually oh, one of my list too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. It would have been nice. Um, I don't know how he would handle the situation because... But I guess he would be really cool. And then plus the same thing with Dooku, right? When Dooku kind of like, we know like Dooku's bad and shit like that. And he's revealing himself more because he was trained by Dooku. Um, but no, that's not the one I really want to talk about. I was thinking actually of uh, Han Solo um, from oh, the start. Yes. Yeah. got to talk about my boy Han. Yeah, no. And Dylan actually brings up a great point too. Like He had something on his list like that too. But it's like Solo, instead of, uh, well, he actually literally flies solo, so he's like away from the rebellion. And he actually, because he was a part of the Empire when he was younger, he did train um, to be an efficient fighter, a TIE fighter pilot, right? In the comics, and there's a, there's a prelude to the solo movie. But it's like, anyway, so like, what if he actually is with a bunch of like gang bounty hunters or something? I would say gang bangers. What if he's like with all, <laughs> like all these, uh, the Mexican cartel? What if MS he was... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what what if he was like like teamed up with a group of bounty hunters and he almost became like a contractor or a mercenary, right? And so like he has the Millennium Falcon, um, but it's like it could probably be suited differently where like it's just all weaponry, you know what I mean? Um, and so you have the usual suspects like Boba Fett or Bosk, um, or Zuckus or something like that, or or you know, and I was to say by accident Judge Dread or uh, Drag, whatever his name is, um, <laughs> you know, and so they're contracted by the Empire. And I'm just thinking of like that. Also, kind of, I feel like ours really goes into war, which is really funny. But like, how would that look like, you know, an individual standpoint, especially like just visiting different planets as contractors, right? I, you know what's funny? When I think of ideas, I actually think of a lot of different movies. Like, for example, like, th like this is so stupid, but like them, like kind of like Elysium where like they're in South Africa, right? Or it's like everything's really poor, right? But they're contractors, you know what I mean? And so they do not give a damn who they kill, right? And they have the weaponry in the Millennium Falcon. So just the amount of innocence, like dying, you know, and just like bombings and stuff like that from them. Um, how would that look in the... In the media side right like people are, are starting to know about them because solo is well known just because he owes a shitload of money anyway and he thinks he's the best pilot which he is um in his merits but it's like how would that look in a media side political side you could kind of think of them kind of like this the movie zero dark 30 where they took down osama bin laden where it's like they yeah. take down like luke or some shit like that later on you know and and again the empire is like saying that the rebellion is like evil and shit like that right so it's like in a way luke is almost like osama bin laden or something it's like it go, it, go, it just it goes into osama bin luke no it just goes into uh it, it goes into a lot about war i feel like if this happens, he would just be like a really shitty person, right? I don't know what type of character development he would go through. I don't know um, to the extent because Boba changes later anyway through through his experiences of like working on Jabba, right? Um, and he changes obviously in the Mandalorian season two. Now he's like he's completely changed, kind of. I mean, we still have to see the Book of Boba Fett or the Book of Eli, but uh, it's just like I'm like thinking like everybody kind of changes. Like that's the cool thing about our ideas, especially yours. It's like, because mine is kind of like fan fiction, Reddit uh, threads, but it's like, uh, you know, everybody will change in a way. Will it be better? Will it be worse? I don't know. Ponder the question. What if? Well, that's funny when you mentioned uh, you were thinking about movies, because uh, I was thinking of Lord of War, 
with uh, Nicolas Cage. Because oh, okay. he is an arms dealer, right? So what if like Han, like in my in my scenario, I was like, what if Han just like left the rebellion and never, uh, like he went to pay off Jabba and then just never like went back to join them or whatever. But I like your scenario better because it's like, what if he like became like a contractor like for different parties? So he yeah, in that scenario, I feel like he wouldn't give a fuck. He would just kind of like you know pay to the highest bidder. Like he's not. His loyalty can like be bought, you know, to the highest bidder, right? So he doesn't care. Rebellion, Empire, Huts, um, Pikes, whoever, Crimson Dawn. I'm sure is still around at that time too. So like, what if he just? What if he had like a whole like T'Challa moment where like he just like went from being a loser to just being like the richest dude on like the black market, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's just like so well known. I mean, he is well known in the Star Wars universe, but he's kind of like known for having bad luck. So what if he just right. like changed that around? Um, and just decided to go not straight, but like go like more legit, right? So he starts like investing in like all these business endeavors, and like he's still like a contractor, like you said at the end of the day. Um, but he's like selling weapons to. He's kind of like feeding into the Galactic Civil War a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Because he's mm-hmm. kind of like. Uh, but I feel like he would have like a character changing moment. Uh, once he realizes like all the destruction he's causing, like if he like sees all these different worlds. That are like buying his guns and stuff. Oh, so he's like Tony Stark. Yeah, basically. <laughs> I mean, again, that goes down to you with a missile that says "Solo." Well, that that goes down to like the whole thing about like a person's soul, right? Like T'Challa, for example, in Episode Two, um, they're not going to make T'Challa like a type of wimpy, like Spider-Man type of character where he's awkward, right? That that's his character. He could have changed. He could have changed with Yandu. He was just a little kid. He doesn't even need to have the African accent, right? He could he could change that later on. But that's just his soul. It's just like it, it remains like that. So that's why sometimes I don't want to believe that Peter Quill, for example, when he meets Ego and that Dairy Queen, will he turn bad? Like at the end? I don't know. And again, like you said, nature versus nurture. So the, it's very complex of an idea. But um, if you see it through, there could be character change in moments, like you said. Um it depends on a person's soul and the way, because we haven't really touched upon except with their Leia thing. But like, there's a lot of characters that really depends on how they were raised too, um, and they never really went into that in the comics or or even the movies. So I feel like he's very like lenient. Like if if you want to develop him in a certain way, you could do it lenient. And also like, what happens to Chewbacca? Uh, you can make like, a oh, surprise yeah, cameo. True. Like, what would happen? Um, it could be like uh, Black Christensen, like he could like, be like, oh no, that, no, what if they teamed up? Yeah, what if right. that would be crazy? Maka just has like an eye patch for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> 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 He's like an enforcer Wookiee or some shit. That's crazy. I mean, what yeah. if like Han like had this whole like base set up on like Kashyyyk or some shit? Oh, that's a good one. Like nobody. Oh, that's a good one. That's that definitely plays into my South Africa theme. Like I'm like thinking like it's like <laughs> no, but it's like. Well, Okay, he's literally say, the Lord of War. <laughs> yeah, no, no, but like, let's say he's still like, like type of that like anti-hero type of character. Like, we don't really know where he's gonna go. He's very unpredictable. Yeah, he has a base mm-hmm. on Kashyyyk, and it's just like they're all, and he has like an army kind of like a short army mm-hmm. of like I would say Kashyyyk. And, and, and so, he like, what if he likes a like a because you know he has good ties with the Wookiee. I have good ties with the Wookiees. <laughs> <laughs> he like feeds the rebellion from the because remember they're subjugated from the Empire. Right, because Wookiee slaves, because they needed it for the Death Star. What if he like right. somehow like frees them by like selling them weapons and stuff, and then they he buys their loyalty, right? So they're kind of oh. like his enforcers. 
Or what if he's just like just playing both sides at the end of the day? And it's like, what, 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 That's what's true. gonna be his final decision? Mm-hmm. And it could be I, something I feel like he still kind of like has a heart too, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, again, it's the person's soul too. So it's just like, because remember, he went back for Luke at the Death Star, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he, yeah. Of he's course. still, he's, you know, he's, he's still like, he's still a smuggler. He's still a gambler, whatever, but he, he still has a soul, right? He's not gonna like just like betray you just to betray you, right? Because there was one comic where um, it's funny that I mentioned uh, uh Jabba earlier because there is a comic where he actually he did go to pay off Jabba, right? Um, but he got stopped I think by like an Imperial convoy and then they had to like strip him of all his credits or whatever, or no I think he he bought like medicinal supplies for like this uh this colony because they were like suffering or some shit so he had to like give them all the credits so that they could buy like medicine or something. So he still is a good guy, right? So he just like, he just has bad luck. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. It was this canon or was this legends? It's uh, probably legends now, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, it's just like one. Cause I always wonder like, why didn't he just go to Java? Right. Um, oh yeah. Especially probably. later on, I guess for principal too, he's like, fuck that guy or something like right. that. <laughs> like even if he had the money, I'm sure he had the money later on when he was, mm-hmm. well, not older, older, but like, you know, I guess he hit the bottle a little bit too much when he got older and just went to a freighter uh, freight or whatever. Too much blue milk. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, That's I great. I, I love that. Thank you. I can't wait to hear your next one. He's going to drop another yeah. political thriller. Let's see. <laughs> About to drop the Tony Stark bomb on you. He's like, I'm Clancy right now. Right. <laughs> Tom yeah, Clancy Star Wars. <laughs> I feel like I just start like a whole like born like Robert Ludlum, just like <laughs> a whole like born novel. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> All right. So for my last one, this is kind of like a butterfly effect thing. Um, kind of like how like in Marvel, how like uh, T'Chaka. I always see like T'Chaka kind of like cause his own death in a way. Because, you know, he he let Ninjobu go to uh, America, but that in turn gave him the Vibranium, which in turn gave it to Ultron, which in turn destroyed Sokovia, which in turn caused Zemo to kill T'Chaka. So it's kind of like a butterfly effect in a way. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, what if Ahsoka never left the Jedi Order? That's, that's like the same thing, like what if Qui-Gon survived? It's like... What like what would change? Do you think that's definitely really interesting? Well, you think like Anakin would would wouldn't like go to the dark side? Would you think? Uh... No, I don't think he would. I think um, if so, let's okay. So the moment where Ahsoka decides to stay, right? I feel like she she wouldn't be as trusting to the council. I think I think she would still have like a disconnect um, between the council because they did at the end of the day like sell her out, kind of. But um, I feel like in that moment, she decides to be the bigger person and then just accept that she still is a Jedi at the end of the day. Um, but with that being said, she doesn't go off and meet uh, Trace and Rafa. Um, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Damn, it, they'd be in the utopia if, they just, if this didn't happen. <laughs> but, uh, somewhere in South Africa, since right. we're mentioning it, somewhere in South Africa. <laughs> Um, but that makes me wonder, like, if she still would have, like, met with Bo-Katan and then, like, uh, went off to Mandalore to capture Darth Maul. And then would that, like, spawn, like, would she then, would she save Captain Rex in a way? Um, I, this one I didn't really think out too much, but, uh, 
I don't know. I think I feel like she would have helped Anakin calm his his darkness more because he did in those final moments in Revenge of the Sith. He felt so um, isolated, right? He feels like Obi Wan is like the only thing brother that he has. But then once he's once Obi Wan goes to Utapau, he's so totally isolated, right? He just got to deal with Mace's bullshit and the Council. And then the only one he really looks up to is Palpatine, right? And then that's when, boom, he's already caught. So if having Ahsoka still be in the council would ground him a lot, I feel like uh, Ahsoka would be there when he when she needs him, or when he needs her. Like uh, that moment where like he's rejected the rank of master. Uh, I feel like um, Ahsoka could empathize with that and be like, "Hey, it's all right, you know." Um, you just got to be patient. You know, things will come your way, right? So he just has somebody there, right? To like keep him in check, right? So it'd be a lot harder for Palpatine to get his claws into Anakin. Um, I don't know. It's just... Uh... And then would she survive Order 66? I, I feel like she would. She's capable uh, Jedi. But would Anakin... I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, that's interesting because when I think of Anakin, sometimes I immediately go, which is weird, but I go now thinking about it, I go straight to Killmonger kind of like Killmonger at the end when he was fighting T'Challa. He said, I've been waiting my entire life for this. And it's kind of like Anakin's. So funny how we like connect to Black Panther. (laughs) Yeah, I know. know. (laughs) But it's like, you know, he's been groomed since a very young age, right? Everything's kind of like Palpatine's like in, in. and I'm kind of on track for Palpatine's uh, plan. Like in the comics too, uh, Anakin trained very brutally. Like he trained against these Darth Maul uh, bots that they kind of look like Darth Maul and he's training against them. Um, and Palpatine, like Mace is like, oh, he's being too hard. He can't do this. He can't do that. And Palpatine's like smiling. And they meet sometimes mm-hmm. secretly. I remember at like a club or something, which is weird. Yeah, I remember that like, comic. Yeah, yeah, where he took yeah, him yeah. aside and he showed Anakin him like the Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and so it's like there, you know, and that and that comic too. He kind of sees like the side. I think there was like what, like kind of like a civil war. I forgot in that mm-hmm. comic issue, but it's like um, he definitely plants the seeds of uh... yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then even like when Mace uh, denied him, um, it's like the same thing. Like I've been waiting my entire life for this, basically just for this. And all of a sudden, it's it's very disrespectful. So if Ahsoka was there. Again, they're not in love, but he's still in love with Padme. So she's like a best friend and a sister to him. Would that change him? I don't know, too. Because then also, what would her character growth be? Because she grew because she left the Jedi Order. So now will she actually kind of... Like, I, I feel like if if Anakin still fell, right? Um, Let's say he didn't even go to Mustafar that day or some shit. Like something something came up, he didn't go. If... uh. If Anakin didn't fall, will she be that type of character where, like, he she knows he's doing bad, but against all the circumstances, she has to kind of stick with him? It kind of adds like this this dichotomy of 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 these two characters. It's it's really interesting to think about, and then also psychological psychological side too, of how far will she go? And she'll probably destroy herself along the way if she really loves him that much. And if she does change his mind, um, and he's like, okay, let's not do it. Then obviously everything I think I think honestly everything will fucking like th- that's it no more Star Wars because like obviously like oh yeah let's, <laughs> yeah like let's let's all get together and then you know let's let's gang bang this uh this senator right here it's like <laughs> <laughs> no but it's like uh 
Like that, I mean, you had you had those four bowls that didn't even do shit to Buffalo team. They were just like they were about right. to take a, a snap for Snapchat at first when they were waiting. He's <laughs> like, oh, but it's like, uh, what if you had more people, right? Um, what would happen with the clones? I feel like all of this definitely would like tie up loose ends. Like, oh, now we got to deal with mm-hmm. the clones because now we know Palpatine. Like, yeah, obviously, there's nothing you could do with Palpatine other than to kill him. You can't keep him in restraints. You can't really. He's not gonna do shit to like you know just up, apply with the rules. Um, let me um let me pose this question. So let's say Anakin does you know even though Ahsoka s- stays with the order, uh, Anakin still goes decides to go along with Palpatine. Do you feel like she would? join him or do you feel like she like do you feel like he's in she would feel like he's in the right to join him or do you feel like she would side with obi-wan and then like they would have to like confront him on mustafar you know i think that ahsoka at the end of the day um and we've seen that from rebels uh when she figured out um that that was anakin i feel like she would join obi-wan uh for the greater good but i feel like she'll be more sympathetic more so than Obi-Wan because Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan obviously went down to business and at the end he, he was, had intent to kill yeah <laughs> yeah it was just tragic you know but I yeah. feel like with Ahsoka um, she probably would try to defuse the situation and probably in a way she'll like it's probably like all three of them are fighting just trying to help Anakin but I feel like she mm. definitely would go down there with Obi-Wan um, now that's that's something that she would have to grow to like learn that she has to kill someone so close to her Will she, if she had no other choice, would she kill him? Um, mm-hmm. That's a good question. I'm not sure. Probably, actually, I'm thinking no. I would think because I mean they were fighting uh, and rebels too. So like, what? Why she didn't kill him? I don't know. They both escaped, but like there was that small mm-hmm. chance, right? Well, because she has like she's like Luke. She has a moment where she realized because she has a strong familial bond with him, right? Because mm-hmm. he's like he's like a paternal figure in her life. Um, Whereas Obi Wan, you know, he's he's a loyalist, right? He's a conformist to the Jedi code. He always has like that disconnect, right? Even though Anakin is like the closest thing he has to like a son or a brother, um, his morality like still follows to the code. So he has no qualms about like killing Anakin, even though like it would hurt. He would have no qualms about killing Anakin. But Ahsoka, you, you know, she's she's a bit younger. She hasn't been as indoctrinated as Obi Wan, so she kind of you know still has that empathy for Anakin, right? Because she understands his position, you know, she's kind of like the diplomat amongst the Jedi. Because she did learn from Anakin, right? She she learned not to be a conformist, right? You have to kind of like bend the rules a bit. Um, so I don't think she would like adhere to the code like fully. Um, but I, I do think like she would join Obi Wan, like you said, for the greater good, and try to like confront. I think she would try to turn him, and then Obi Wan like would somehow fuck it up. And then Anakin would just like just snap and be like like how he was like when he saw it on Padme's ship. He was like, "Oh, you're here to kill me!" And shit. So I feel yeah, like imagine that would, fight with like two people, two more. That like, would be crazy. That would be yeah. crazy to think about. And that makes you think about like what if like uh like Palpatine was there too? Like would they fight like master to master or like I don't know? They would lose. Though. I feel like Ahsoka and Obi Wan would lose probably. Yeah, Palpatine got some shit. He's uh, it's like Venom. Like you have not seen this guy's shit. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, like... dude beat Maul and Savage. So he would have no qualms about killing fucking uh, Ahsoka and uh, Obi Wan. Because right. you know, remember Anakin was the most valuable piece to his grand plan. So he definitely needed his apprentice. Well, it makes well, you wonder too. 
Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I'll say this. This does match the the fact that Ahsoka does leave the Jedi. Like, I feel like after that, after like, let's say she's the one that does the the killing blow and like cuts off Anakin's limbs. I feel like she'll leave the Jedi Order at that point too. Oh so my god, that would be match. Yeah, that would blow my mind, yo. Yeah, that yeah, would yeah. match so perfectly. Mm. But then it makes me wonder too. Like, would Palpatine like seek out Ahsoka to be the next, the follow up apprentice, right? Because Anakin did train her, right? She has basically all the training of Obi-Wan, Yoda, Plo Koon, and Anakin, right? Mm. So, and she's a lot, she's very strong with the Force, right? Um, so it makes me wonder if, like, if Anakin didn't work out, would he try to, like, seek out the next best option? Or, I don't know. It's like a lost cause, kind of, too, because he usually seeks for them young, like with Darth Maul, um, when he wants to, well, I think, I forgot. Well, she's still young. Cool. Yeah, but I mean, compared to like just like a, a child, like a child or something like that, like a, a, a you know, gr- like a real child like Darth Maul was or something or even Anakin, I feel like it's going to be harder for him to do that. Um, In the comics, he's always like, in the comics, he's a real dick to Darth Vader. Like he's always like, I could still replace you, blah, blah, blah. Um, He's basically like if you work at a boss cause or something, it's like, uh, you know, the <laughs> it's like, uh, but it's I got like, and more of you in life. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, you know, I don't know. I think he may attempt it because he's like that type of fresh person where he's like, ah, oh, let me just try Volker for real fast. But it's like, mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's a means to, to an end, I guess. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. Um, I could still imagine her just leaving the Jedi order. And, and what would that look like? Uh, will she join her? I feel like it, the story will still match, you know, it'll just have a different pacing, but it still would match. Um, cause I can't see her sticking around. Uh, with all this shit happening, I just can't. Um, Saved it with what's her name, Barris Offy, like something happened with Barris or something like that. And then that's when she left that episode, right? I feel like if that happened, I don't, I don't really know because in a, in a novel, she does try to get some work. Um, she works at a Macy's, she works at a, a Fisher Market. Um, but no, she really, she really did Dairy work. Very like, queen with yeah. uh, Peter Quill. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, no, but she did work at like some odd jobs and stuff, and just trying to find herself. And then she kind of gets into cahoots with the rebellion through that novel and fights an Inquisitor. So it's like I feel like everything will still match, um, which is really weird to say because it's like it's really like a strange what if type of scenario, but it still will like flow pretty well, which is uh, really interesting. Um, but yeah, I don't think she'll change Anakin to the extent that that like a lot of people will think. Like I, I kind of because again, he's been groomed so much that I feel like the only way to change Anakin, like if Padme can't change Anakin, Anakin, you know, Padme's having like you're gonna tell me fucking Ahsoka like that. Like I would feel so offended <laughs> if I was Padme. Like oh, Padme change you, right? It's like so, I feel like that's more. Whose baby is this, Annie? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I feel like that's more genuine to the character of Anakin because unfortunately his life's been fucked since the beginning. I mean, he's just been groomed like that. You know, it's all artificial, right? It's just how it's supposed to be. Um, but and there's always supposed to be a balance too. It depends on which arcs you have. There's always supposed to be a balance. There can't be like an in-between. Like Ahsoka, like you would think she's an in-between. Um, no, but she still does good, right? She's still light. Um, so I don't know. Like, will she hang out with Obi-Wan? That's another question. Like, will she actually say, yeah, I'll go with you to Tatooine to live in isolation, basically, or go to Dagobah or something, like to live in isolation? Maybe like to complete her training maybe probably, like probably like in a way like she's she just wants to complete her training but it's it's kind of like a cathartic feeling for I, her i feel like she would be like a liaison between like yoda and obi-wan like, but they could probably would... tell her on the phone 
the force the force wi-fi <laughs> that uh grogu was using <laughs> right basically the Jigga, yoda's using a jigabug right like, all jigabug commercials yeah the jedi temple linksies uh <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know maybe she i i still think like she would still end up with the rebels crew somehow right because she's so still too. in her heart like like we've been talking about like nature versus nurture like at the end of the day she she's out to help people right mm-hmm. she's not about uh, laws or codes or you know higher purpose she is out to help people that is why she joined the order um or, or in this scenario stay with the order right because she wanted to be a cause for good right she kind of like saw that with barris and then she you know all these uh different planets she's been to that like hate the republic She's seen that, right? She's seen like why people disconnected with the Jedi, and she wants to be better than that. So I, I definitely feel she would try to uh, fight Order sixty six as best she could. You know, try to like free all these uh, lost Jedi. Or I feel like as Obi Wan Yoda, they, uh, it's like they didn't. I don't know what. I hope like they go into this in the new Obi Wan show because I feel like what were they doing this whole time? You know, were they actually like being of help? Or, like oh, okay, yeah. Oh no no no! In the comics now, he he's he vowed isolation. He's just basically watching Luke. Whoop! He fucking do so. You yeah, just sent yeah. You sent a big alert from the Jedi Temple, and that's all you did. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's, that's he doesn't fight. Uh, that's really interesting. Like the show because he doesn't fight at all. He gets involved with some things uh, just to do right. But like he's mm. his life is so sad because uh, when he's like he locks his doors and stuff, and he just takes mm. his lightsaber from a chest and lights it on. Uh, just to see it, right? Because he misses mm-hmm. it, and then he just puts it away. So like, that's okay. He, <laughs> that's okay. So yeah. I'm like, ain't, ain't all peoples, you peoples? No, I yeah. am king of Wakanda. <laughs> I am not king of all people. <laughs> Hi, auntie. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, uh, no, but and and Yoda, uh, Yoda failed in his mind, so he bowed isolation as well. So Yoda, he doesn't even hunt with his lightsaber. Yoda hunts like old-fashioned way. Um, so like that, that's the thing, like. And you see, the thing with those three characters, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and Ahsoka, they're very real people, you know, like, especially when she left, like, that's a very real thing. Like, she kind of felt disrespected, you know. Obi-Wan, he's just, he was groomed by the Jedi in a way, and and he's he's a real person, you know what I mean? Like, he even had, like, kind of like a relationship um, before. So it's like, and Anakin, obviously, he's having a, a baby, so it's like... They're very real people trying to fit into this thing that kind of seems archaic. And so that's the whole thing about the hubris, like you said earlier, about the Jedi. is It's very archaic and there needs to be a new way. And so that, alas, the sequel trilogy where it's like, we're going to do stuff new, basically, especially at the end. Like, we're going to do it a different way, right? So with Ahsoka, no matter what, I feel like she would be like, you know, oh, Obi-Wan, I missed you. Oh, Yoda, I missed you. But still, it's like, you guys are living this Uncle life Obi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's like Anya! no she's like uh she's like basically say like in her mind she's like i'm gonna do it my way right and i'm gonna be fulcrum and i'm basically like almost kind of be like a black ops type of thing or special ops type of thing mm-hmm. and, and go in um so you know actually what game will be cool to see her in actually jedi fallen order like a sequel that'll be really yeah kind of yo that'd I be like the perfect get, like uh like story arc for her like yeah. To introduce like what she's been doing yeah between, yeah, yeah. Uh, between jet uh rebels and mandalorian 
Yeah, well, Jedi Fallen Order has, like, heavy shoes to fill because that ending, like, that twist, like, when they finally, like, kind of succeeded, it's like, I'd never seen that before in a comic or nothing. Like, that's mm-hmm. big. So, it's like, I don't know what they're going to do with that. And if... you if, some, uh, Huh? Some games you have to kind of take with a grain of salt, like, as far as canon. <laughs> no, but that's like, canon. No, that's... Everything Star yeah. Wars when I was canon, but it's like, that's, that's going to be heavy to handle. That's... Uh, I can't mm-hmm. see... Because you can't evolve a lot of people, too. Same thing right. with... Uh, what's that thing called? Uh, I would say Sex and the City by accident. What's the thing called? It's uh, <laughs> well, whatever. It's like some characters you kind of have to just leave. Oh, Afra, right? If you if you bring Afra, it'll be super cool, right? To the movies or whatever. But Afra has so much knowledge on magic and shit because there is a lot of magic. It's not just force. It's like how would that change? Because then other people can use magic too, right? So it's like I don't know. So because like the sometimes some characters are cemented in their place, right? And you can't really do much with them because if you do, then it's like, how come they, they haven't used this type of device earlier on? Um, but that's very well, interesting. goes into that too with the Sith alchemy, you know, Rebels, when he's going through the Force uh, time thing. So I feel like uh, Ahsoka could also have like potential to like go deeper into that, right? I guess um, she's looking for Ezra though on Mandalorian. Um, so why didn't she use some of that shit early? I don't know. It's just like something she can't. Like, you know what right. I mean? It's like bringing Captain. Whole, yeah. You can't bring Captain Marvel into the Avengers one because she'll really fuck everybody up. You know, right. it's like sometimes you have to leave certain people out. Uh, so mm. that's why these these what if conversations are really interesting because like it really makes you think. Oh, this is why they're placed there. So you kind of get in a, in a writer's mind, and also a lot of writing. Uh, you know, you get a lot of references from the current day that you're currently writing in, right? So imagine, like, we mentioned a lot of Afghanistan and shit like that, which is really interesting that we brought points up like that. Um, Dude, Star my, Wars has so many yeah. real-world implications. Yeah, dude. That's absolutely. why I love to have this talk because there's so much allegories and, like, you know, metaphors that or symbology that you don't see in everyday life. And around wow. that time, Vietnam War too, nineteen, you know. That's with, right. Yeah, with, that's, like, that's most of. of uh, yeah. Because they were they were just coming out of World War Two too, so uh, right. That's what the empire is based off the uh, the Absolutely. Nazis. So and yeah, the the Vietnam like with the Death Star, like you know the the Cold War, Absolutely. and like the 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 nuclear race. So so yeah, that's why like I love when people say, "Oh, leave the politics out of Star Wars." Like, no, dude, it's it's been there since the beginning. <laughs> it's just like, oh, yeah, 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 we yeah. just kind of have to like like read between the lines and shit, and just like you know understand what the the context is, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's why Star Wars is such a it's such a benchmark for like just franchises in general. It hits many notes right. across many it platforms. Cross crosses boundaries, cultures, you know, uh creeds and everything. But um did you have one more uh what if or uh, no, that's one? that's it for me. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> he reads like the last two, he's like, Oh damn, how am I gonna follow that up? He's like <laughs> my list is basically like Steve Rogers' list and uh and uh right. we'll just, like, make better theory. <laughs> you're like uh you're like like a new comedian like trying to follow up like Dave Chappelle. Like <laughs> just, you know, I'm I'm basically bombing here like a joker did like, <laughs> I'm looking at my thing and I'm like <laughs> Um well, guys, uh, that about concludes our Star Wars What If discussion. Thank you to all our listeners for tuning in and supporting our channel. We appreciate your patronage as always. If you like this discussion, um, if you want to hear a part two of this or you want to hear more topics like this, um, please give this episode a like and subscribe to our channel on Anchor. 
YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast on. Uh, we're available on a variety of different medias. Uh, and if you wanted to get to know us more, you can follow our social media accounts, which are tagged in the description and at the end of the video. So until then, guys, thanks for having lunch with us, and may the force be with you. May the force be with you. Uh, what if Padme never died from childbirth? I was going to say that, but I didn't know where to go with it. Because I was like, so what the fuck she's going to do? She's gonna, like, yeah. she, go, she goes on SS, SSI, and she takes <laughs> back to get <laughs> She's just there. But it's like Kensington here. It's just like she's randomly... Like, you know,